You are listening to Eddie's Launchpad, the Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, teachers and schools. Five, four, three, two, one. For action. Welcome back to season four of Eddie's Launchpads. Eddie is here with me, sitting in the co-pilot seat, and as usual, listeners, he is fast asleep again. He was awake about five minutes ago and all ready to meet our guest, and now he's going to sleep all the way through it. Now, when I was at school a very, very long time ago, listeners, the head's office was something that filled us with dread when we was at secondary school because if your name was called out and you had to go to the head's office, you was in big, big trouble. Imagine my surprise then, listeners, when one morning after assembly, my name was called out and I was asked to go to the head's office. And people were saying to me, what have you done, Dave? And what I'd forgotten, the night before, I'd been doing an airfix club. It was an after-school club. And as I came out, all the school was finished, but the cleaners were there and all the teachers, most of the teachers had gone home. Next door to the head's office was a huge radio, which was a tannoy, which a communication system that went all the way over this very, very large secondary school. Now, I'd been, the weekend before, I'd been to see the movie Where Eagles Dare. In that, Richard Burton gets onto this huge machine and he gets on, he's trying to get help and he says in his Welsh lilt, broadsword to Danny boy, broadsword to Danny boy, come in over. And I saw this machine and I thought, well, nobody's here, so I'm just going to have a play. So I sat at this huge machine, picked up the microphone and said... Broadsword to Danny boy, broadsword to Danny boy. And I'd forgotten I'd done this. The head teacher called me into his office and he said to me, did you go home straight away last night? And as soon as he said that, I thought, oh no. So he said, did you get hold of that that, uh, radio? And I said, oh yes, sir, I did. I'm sorry, sir. And he said... I know that you was just playing, David, he said, but he said, what you didn't know was upstairs above you, there was a governor's meeting going on. Halfway through this governor's meeting, he said, your dulcet tones came over the over the tannoy system saying, broadsword to Danny boy, broadsword Danny boy. He said, now, lucky for you, the governors all thought it was funny. He said, so I'm going to let you off. He said, but if you touch anything like that again, you'll be in big trouble. And in those days, listeners, as some of our older listeners will know, there was all sorts of things in that room (laughs) that used to frighten us, boys. (laughs) They used to have the cane. They're not allowed to do it now, but they used to have the cane. So that is why I was very scared. And so every time I see the phrase, the head's office... I always think of what it, the dread it used to fill me. But we have got a heads office for you this morning that is not scary at all. In fact, our guest today is giving us a wonderful set of resources via the heads office. What am I talking about? Well, let me introduce our guest. Her name is Julia Skinner. Welcome to the show, Julia. Hello, Dave. Lovely to be here. And yes, I am a... Uh... Not actually in the head's office. I'm in my study at home. I'm uh, a retired head teacher in Bristol, 
in the southwest of England. And I was head of three different schools, all primary, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't intend ever to be a head teacher. It was just one of those things that happened at the time. But I thoroughly enjoyed um, being a head. And since I retired, um, I found that being referred to as the head's office, which has been my Twitter handle for a long time now, um, still suits. So I just have to put retired in brackets at the end. But no, I, I, I love the, uh, the whole world of education, even though, I, as I say, I've retired. When I retired, I did a lot of governance work. So I was chair of a number of boards, went and did a lot of consultancy for, for governance because I was able to wear both hats, the hat of, you know, a senior school leader as well as a governor. And, and that worked really well. I've always wanted to help. I think those of us in education always do. That's what we're, we're born with, that gene of wanting to help. Even when I retired, I still, I was obviously ready to retire from the machinations of headship, but I wasn't ready to retire from education. Um, so apart from my governance work, uh, soon after I retired, I uh, developed a, a project, an online project, called the 100 Word Challenge. So some of your listeners may actually know me as the 100 Word Challenge lady. And that was a very simple project. Um, I set a prompt each week and the youngsters would respond, ideally in 100 words, although I didn't count them, although there was a little boy in Australia who thought that's what I did all week. They would post it on their blog and I had a team of volunteers across the world who would pop in and leave comments. And much like your radio show, it was one of those things that just grew. At the end of 13 years, I decided last year that I would, would step down. I have handed it over. And so my, my next project, The Listening Ear, at the time of the pandemic, I was already sleeves rolled up. But of course, I wasn't allowed in, even allowed in a building. So I found that very frustrating and I really wanted to help members of the profession. So I thought, well, the only thing I've got is time. And so that's where Listening Ear came from. And it's exactly what it says on the tin. It is a listening ear. Um, I provide an opportunity for people to just have half an hour, an hour, whatever they need, really, just to share whatever's in their head. Sometimes that can be a rant, sometimes it can be tears, sometimes it can be celebration, sometimes it can be, I'm not really sure what to do, I've got this opportunity, I've got that opportunity. Um, and it again, it has grown. I didn't expect to still be doing it. Um, I see on average about 35 people a month. And when I say see, it's all done virtually, so it's all done via Zoom or Teams. I have reflected on, on why it has grown. It's so simple. It is just me chatting. And I think that's something that is actually missing for senior leaders, classroom teachers. We haven't got an opportunity of just talking to someone, but I have not, no connection other than knowing what it feels like. I have no connection with the people I talk to. I don't know what their schools are. I don't, quite often, I don't even know 
where in the country they are. But it's an opportunity for them to have that 30 minutes, you know, 60 minutes, whichever, to just draw a breath and have a chat. Is it coaching or is it counselling or is it a mixture of both or is it see you who comes along? It starts off as a chat and people tell me what their problems are. And quite often, as in coaching, counselling, mentoring, what it ends up, what we end up talking about isn't what they began with. No. Um, it is just an opportunity to unravel what is in your head. I am a qualified coach, um, but I don't consider it as coaching per se, um, because quite often you're expected to follow a particular model of coaching. And, you know, I'm an old lady. I need to be able to do what I think is needed there and then. So, so I have a, a lot of advantages. I think the other big advantage is that I don't charge. I can't possibly charge people for chatting because I enjoy chatting. That, in a way, is why it's not coaching, because as a coach, you're not supposed to say very much, which I find very difficult. So there is no fee as such. But my fee is for those people I'm talking to to make a commitment to themselves, even if it's only for that 20 minutes, that half an hour, that hour. And um, that has meant that some people have really decided that actually I am important, as in themselves. I do deserve to have this time. And at the end of it, I'm going to feel better. And they feel better, not because of what I've said, but because of what they've said, because of what they've worked out in their head. And it is, it's working very well. Now, if, if people want to get hold of, get more details about yourself, uh, your website, I, I guess, is the best place to go? Well, I, I haven't really been working on the website um, as such. It, it's the easiest thing for them to do is to Google me. I'm on all social media platforms. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, and, you know, you, my, my contact details are there. I'm quite happy for them to contact you um, with, a, you know, to get my email address. Um, that can go forward. Um, but, but it is just, you know, just just give me a bell, really. And if nothing else, they can, you know, come through you, Dave. They, you know, yeah. you, you've got my contact details. Brilliant. Right. Well, what I'll do, listeners, is I will put the, the, um, the contact details, the social media links I shall put on the podcast. I'm not going to put on uh, Julia's email address in the text because... It doesn't want to go out across far and wide because people get a hold of people's emails and send them junk mail. I'm not going to do that. If you want to know uh, Julia's email address, then contact me. Use your way. Contact me through the website, as we always do with all of our competitions and with all of our correspondence with Sue Atkins. Get in touch with us and I will get back to you with uh, the email with Julia's email address but if you want to get in touch with her in the meantime I'll make sure that all the social media links are on the site Julia thank you for your time today it's been lovely chatting with you long may this in very important work continue and um, all you parents who are listening 
The next time you want to have a go at a teacher, your, your child's teacher in the playground, just think, I wonder how they're feeling today. And so another great episode is coming to an end. Thank you all for listening. Captain Dave and Eddie will be back again next week for another learning journey on the Dogsthorpe Infant School launch pad. To dream, believe and shine. Part of the Hampton Academies Trust. It's the school where stars go to dream, believe and shine.